The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 649. I had to double check. <laughs> episode 649. We're going to let this bundle of cobblestone rest on on the bed and continue on. We got we got places to go. Snow snow to be walked on here. In far lands or busts, hidey holes to be secured, wolfies to be grabbed. Like I said, episode 649. I, I have a lot of stuff in my inventory, don't I? It's these extra these extra wooden planks that are really harshing harshing my 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 my, my chill, man. But uh yeah, let's just uh continue west, why don't we? On Saturday, July 29th, 2017. My goodness, my friends, my goodness. It's gonna take forever to get to the far lands at this pace. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Ah, oh, geez. Like I mentioned in the last episode, on a, on a, on a medication that uh, I thought I was out of the woods with the first week or so really, really hit me with the fatigue. I just like saying that word fatigue. Uh and uh it lasts about a week and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Maybe I feel like it's kind of subsided. I'm starting to feel back like my normal self." And then uh yesterday, nope. <laughs> nope. It's a backo with a vengeance. And today even as I was setting up, I'm recording this on Friday. As I was setting up to record, just woof. Absolutely like hitting a, a a wall of 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 molasses <laughs> if if you if you know what I'm talking about and I'm sure you do everybody in their life at one point or another encounters walls of molasses <laughs> molassi um so oh just like pulls the wind and energy out of you I guess that is what fatigue is after all but it's weird not being like related to oh I just hiked for six miles or whatever. It's it's just <laughs> your body's like nope you're done <laughs> you're done. It's not doing anything else. So yeah, sorry kind of for the uh, unpredictable nature of these far lands or bust episodes. They're getting good views, perhaps because they're up for a while and people actually watch them as opposed to certainly releasing an episode every two days perhaps X amount of audience members only watch one YouTube video a week they'll only watch one of those uh, and, and all those views will be distributed I don't know I'm not a YouTube expert I've only been doing this for six years <laughs> how dare you assume I know what I'm doing and what what people want but yeah that's all right. We're still making progress. We're still getting to the far lands. I am curious though. I have noticed a and perhaps this is algorithm related. Perhaps this is the weekly release related. Look at that brown sheep. You don't see many brown sheep. 
Almost as rare as the, the pink sheep. But brown. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a wow! I almost hit an iceberg there. Um, I was wondering, I have been seeing comments in these videos of people being like, Oh, I remember I used to... That's the voices that I think you guys have, by the way. I used to watch this all the time. I can't believe you're still walking to the farlands after all this time. That's crazy. I'm curious. If that's you, if you are one of those people who, whether or not... Oh, another brown sheep. All right, maybe not as elusive as I once anticipated. Um, if, if you're one of those people who perhaps hasn't watched anything other than Farlands or Bust on my channel and or hasn't watched anything in many years... How did how did you refind the channel? What was what was what was the series of events that led you back to watch an episode of Farlands or Bust if you hadn't watched in a long long time or since I was beginning or or, or oh I heard about you you know was it a, a recommended video maybe did you see like the Guinness World Records video that has like two million views now and then it directed you here I do know. And I have seen that there is another Minecraft YouTuber of perhaps higher popularity than me who has started her own series about walking to the Far Lands. But they're cheating. <laughs> um, they're doing it in the current version and it's modded and command blocks and stuff. I don't think they're anticipating doing this for 649 episodes. So I think perhaps the search term Farlands might be bringing some people back who maybe watch that channel now, who once watched my channel, and they're like, oh yeah, that guy. So that's possible. But I'm just curious, if if you want, you don't like need to answer, but if you are one of these 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 fine individuals who have found their way back here, A, welcome back, and B, where did you come from? <laughs> What what brought you here? Upon which winds did the seas find you upon these shores? <laughs> and, and are all these really weird analogies driving you away once again? But yeah, that's always interesting to see. It's stuff that, sure, there's a whole bunch of YouTube analytics, but nobody knows what they mean. I, you know, oh, this is happening. These are declining. This is your demographics. I don't know what to do with that information. That's that's information that's far more probably interesting for advertisers to know or something like that. But I don't. I, I can't use that to focus my own content, and I'm not going to either. I w I would rather do what I want to do. And right now, it's walking to the Farlands. Woo! Um. <laughs> Uh, this boat. Oh, yay, more planks. <laughs> oh, spoiters. Spoiters. So, yeah, anyway, that, that just looking over the comments from the last episode and even previous episodes. It's just that just piques my interest is to be like, hmm. I mean, I understand everybody isn't going to maintain the same interests for six years in a row, but I'm just curious what brings them back. What brings them back? And I'm sure maybe they just come back for like one episode, leave a comment, and then have it returned again. So I'm asking this just into the ether. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's interesting. Anyway, just thought I'd, thought I'd bring that up. Ooh. 
Uh, I have I have started running out of questions, which is why I'm going on and on about this. I have started running out of questions. I'm on my last block of questions left over from the last season's charity fundraiser and Flobathon. So I'm starting to worry about what I'm going to do after this. Um, that's neat. That's quite neat indeed. Uh, let's try to go up this river, maybe. But one of them, a lot of them are anonymous. I left a lot of the anonymous ones for later. Uh, this one, anonymous. Have you ever heard of the Mandela Effect? Do you believe in it? I I didn't know what it was based on that name off the top of my head, so I looked it up for once of, of a question. The Mandela Effect is is a... It's a, like a shared mismemory that people believe indicates that there are multiple universes that are crossing over, multiple timelines even perhaps. The most famous of which is the Bernstein and or Bernstein Bears, where everybody from my generation swears that they read the books called the Bernstein's Bears children's books but now looking at the covers it's spelled differently it's not Bernstein it's Bernstein S-T-A-I-N as opposed to E-I-N and people freak out and they're like I swear it was Bernstein blah 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 but everything is saying and that's two people that's like oh it must be because those are two universes colliding and in one of the universes in one of the universes it was Bernstein versus Bernstein And these sort of things have... I don't know the source of the term or the, the theory, but it seems to have increased with internet culture as it's easy to either fake such a thing or it's easy to share such a thing. So you almost... Oh, it's a shared memory, but it's only a shared memory once it's been shared, right? You know, like, you've never thought about the Bernstein Bears before you saw the image. And and perhaps it's it's such a trivial thing. I don't know that anybody was a diehard, hardcore Bernstein Bears fan. Bears fan? Yeah, football. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's such a... Usually small things... It's not like, oh, I thought this person was president. You know, like, nobody's gonna misremember that. It's usually the small kind of innocuous things. Like, also, like, I swear, uh, Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam. But you're really just misremembering Shaq's basketball genie movie or something like that. Let's go to sleep. And continue in the morning. And awakeness. Oh, I'm gonna hurt myself. Whoop, got it right. So yeah, I don't know if I believe in it or if I have experienced it myself, really. It's it's uh just one of those things. It's like chain letters or these new things where on Twitter or Tumblr, it's like, here's a picture of a dog. This is the money dog. If you retweet this, you're going to come into financial money. 
And then people reply, it worked for me, I retweeted it, and then I got a raise, you know, or something like that. It's fun to think about, or whatever, but it's, it's, there's no validity to it or anything like that. And it's certainly not proof that we're living in a simulation, or proof that there's multiple universes or timelines, or things like that, like, oh, at the Oscars. They read the wrong best picture in the other universe that did win best picture. That's why the lines are crossing. Uh, uh, <laughs> goofy, goofy fun, but I, I wouldn't base any decision making on it. That's for sure. Let's see here. Is there anything from the version of the game after beta 1.7.3 that you would like to have or would be useful in your FLOB world? This is a question I've been asked a lot. And that's perhaps why I waited so long to answer it, because I probably recently answered it when I first got this back in Season 6. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. The combat! <laughs> no, uh... People ask if, like, uh, the hunger? Hunger would probably impede my progress. Having to find and maintain food and eat a lot of food. Like, this wheat. I don't eat <laughs> much of it. It's it's not, you know, I, I can't fathom how often I would have to eat with the hunger mechanic. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Probably, like, enchantments, maybe, to be more protected. As opposed to just having this iron armor. Would be interesting, like, frostwalker boots, so I could just walk across the water instead of boat, even though boating is faster, so maybe that would be bad. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I mean, certainly I think I've mentioned that, yeah, maybe having, like, the structures, villages and things. Signs of life, signs of civilization every once in a while would be interesting, and that's why we get so excited about finding spawners and stuff. There's something different than just the continual land that we are walking over. But even that, I still, I, it's, it, at this point, beta 173, which is this version that we're walking in, is such a... it's like not even the same game that Minecraft... it's not... It, even further, they're changing all the textures in the next update. It's gonna be even further from the modern game of Minecraft that it is like playing a different game and, and there there's kind of a nostalgic uh, sort of attraction based on that for the series, I think, at least for me. And I know for some people, uh, certainly, certainly the jittering is interesting and unique, but I know we can do without that. People are probably pretty sick of that. I'm all right with it, though. It's not so bad. It's it's not so noticeable. I think it's more noticeable on video that's been recorded at 60 frames per second. I'm getting more than 60 frames per second. Just playing this so it's not as apparent to me. I'm also just staring off into the distance. I know it's, it's a little bit more difficult when you're watching on a screen that the, the the FOV doesn't feel as, as tight. or I think it, it might also be because you're not in control of the camera. Like, I know that I'm going to look this way and it's going to look weird and jittery for a while. Okay, I'm done. You know, <laughs> I have control over this. You are... You must, you must bend to my will. But yeah, I don't think there's much... 
I don't think there's much beyond having maybe just interesting villages or structures or castles. Not castles, you know what I mean? Um, um, pyramids, you know, those sort of things. It would probably slow me down even more because I'd want to stop and check them all out and talk to all the villagers, but... Oh, look at this. Look at this fancy little plains. Little vista upon which we will walk. Xavier Penguin asked, what are the top three most memorable moments during your travels to the Far Lands? Well, check out the playlist for the Far Lands of Us flashbacks. <laughs> those are all the memorable moments that I can think of, but I know I'm, I haven't made one of those in a long time. Cone actually suggested one a while ago, I just never got around to it, and then I moved across the country. Yeah, I should probably take some time to make some of those. But uh, certainly the going to the nether, that was just one of those things that worked out <laughs> in a very dramatic fashion. Unplanned and un unscripted, obviously. Uh, that was that was an enjoyable episode to play and record. Um, the whole wolf losing Wolfie thing was fun to make. It sucked in the moment that we lost Wolfie during that flabathon to do the glitch, but then being able to flip that and in more scripted fashion invoke the Heidi Hole Paradox to bring him back. That was kind of like one of the only times Far Lands or Bust had like a specific narrative. And I'm not particularly very... I'm not interested in making narratives and I'm not particularly... I don't think because I'm, I'm particularly skilled at it, but that chance that I did get to have and, and at the time, it was worth it to spend so much time on, on one episode uh, to do all the edits and the flybys and, and uh, the uh, special effects with the, the TARDIS and stuff like that. That was pretty fun. Um, and then prob... well, it, it's not even... It's, it's speaking of altering timelines, it's not even on the Farlands of Us timeline, but we went back for a special episode, like the 100,000 subscriber special or something like something. There was some milestone we reached. And I went back and explored the dark and magical pit of Bottomless Destiny, which was a cool structure or thing that we passed by in Farlands or Bust. But then as a special episode, I went back, I invoked the Heidi Hole Paradox with the TARDIS or whatever. I went back and we actually went down and explored it, and that was another thing that everything that went wrong went wrong, except it went right. It went entertainingly wrong. That was fun. That was fun. Oh, but then, of course, I'm thinking of all the other sort of things, like finding finding the, uh, the, the rollover point of the floating point that we found that I had to walk back and do experiments in. That was fun. That was cool. That was kind of crazy. One of the very uniquely Farlands experiences that we can have with a series that nobody else, I think, has had. That I've seen, anyway. Finding the, the, uh, the floating point boundary. You know, stuff like that. But yeah. Thanks for that question. Uh, and then somebody else, anonymously, 
asked, what is your best flob moment of this season? Probably asked during Flobathon. Probably asked about season six. Uh, season six was a long one. <laughs> it's difficult to remember everything that happened in season six, especially now, many months after the fact. Ah, uh, what happened in season six? Didn't we... what did we do? <laughs> what did we do in season six, my friends? Woof. Wolfie remembers. I, I honestly don't remember what was going on in season six. I can't... I can't remember. I don't remember anything like neat or interesting. I'm sure there were things. But I am uh how's my I could use some more wool. Those guys are a little bit out of reach. Is this okay, okay. <laughs> I forgot what day it was. I, I have one more elevated hidey hole and then it's a full episode. Yeah, I can't think. Maybe for those of you who still have memories and, and are not fatigued out of their minds. In the comments below, what were your favorite season six memories, moments, memorable and whatnot? Whoop. Let's see here. Huh. A lot of snow today. We're walking past the poles, the Arctic Circle. One of the many arctic circles on this non-spherical planet we're on. Whoops. Woof. Boop. Pop. Beep. And asleep. And awakeness. Woof indeed. Uh, that same anonymous person asked, what was your bravest moment mentally or physically in the year 2016? Ooh. Well, there was a lot going on, much of which I won't be discussing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's a real tough nugget <laughs> to try to crack. Um, I mean, certainly it didn't happen in 2016. It feels like it did, but moving from Arizona to Seattle. See, I don't feel like that was a strong moment. I feel like that was a very weak moment. Like, it almost didn't happen. <laughs> it almost didn't work. I almost didn't make it. But I did, so does that mean I had the strength? Um, it didn't feel like it, and it still doesn't feel like it. But that's, that, that's a big, that's a big matzo ball you're asking right there. Of, of anybody, regardless of what you may have gone through in 2016 or any any year or month or whatever, to ask somebody, what was you, when were you the most brave the past year? In the past 12 months, when was your strongest moment? Uh, was this in a job interview? What are you, where are you going to be in five years? I, I don't know. <laughs> Earth? <laughs> probably. That's probably going to be the case. So yeah, bad bad answer to that question, but uh, it was there, so I asked it. Oh. 
Krogan. Very sort of similar question. Have you ever had an impactful moment or event in your life that you could trace back to watching a YouTube video or other similarly minor thing? Hey now, who's calling YouTube minor things? Krogan. You. <laughs> oh, I have my shears out. Um, yeah, these are real weird... I won't say weird, tough questions to answer. They're very open to interpretation, depending on how deep you want to take them. I mean, there are a lot of, like, videos, educational videos, inspirational videos that are, like, I found interesting or thought-provoking and things like that. But I can't, I can't say that, like, anything specific has led from them. Or, or, or been a result of watching a YouTube video, right? Like that's that's tough to say. There was somebody. I don't think he's making YouTube videos anymore. Z Frank, Zay Frank, was a very early YouTuber, and even when I started YouTube, was still making some videos. It was pretty much just him talking to the camera. Uh, but he always talked about some very interesting philosophical uh, sort of emotional or, or uh, you know, those sort of motivationally charged videos that I always liked and I always thought were pretty thought-provoking uh, and funny. He was very funny, too. I'm sure there are other YouTubers of the sort currently. Um, you know, same thing with like the Vlog Brothers and things like that. But no, I can't. I can't like trace a singular thing to a singular uh, YouTube video or anything like that. Woof! Neither can Wolfie. The the hidey hole paradox messed him up. It's crazy meeting himself. It's weird. Different timelines, Mandela effects, and things. The spooky noises. Uh, let's get rid of some of these. Uh, whoop, that's not how you make a boat. Beep, beep, beep. Whoa, Wolfie, he got punched. Oop. Where's the sun? There it is. Onwards! This is reminding me a lot of uh, on on stream we played Salt, a video game called Salt. There's a lot of sailing in it. <laughs> it's like a, I'm not sure it quite knows what it is, but it's like a explore. It's like I I, I wanted to play it because it seemed kind of walking simulatory, but it's a little bit more survivally, uh, even RPG ish. There's there's like quests and stuff you can go on, but pirate pirate based. And you have a uh, a raft that you can sail around the, the, the open seas. And the thing I didn't like about it is that you had to draw your own map. Like, you had a map, but you had to draw it yourself. Like, you had to place, like, oh, here is where an island is. And you could only know where here is. You can only get the coordinates of the map, like, north 3, west 27. Uh, you can only get the coordinates of the map if you 
if you had a sextant. And then once you have the sextant, you have to draw the map yourself. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, geez, that's a bit overbearing, isn't it, in this huge world? Seems almost endless and procedurally generated. It was an interesting game. I wish the pacing was better. It, uh, the, like, the, I, I suppose the leveling up just takes a long time. Like, oh, you're supposed to collect, oh, you want to build a new, uh, faster boat? Well, you got to collect 47, uh, planks of wood. You can't chop down trees. You have to actually find logs just on the ground. And sometimes entire islands only have two logs. So that's going to take you a while. So I think my my issue with that game came down to the pacing and it seemed somewhat directionless. Although there were quite a few people who are very big fans of the game. It's been in development and released like for a couple of years it's been out um, in early access and there were people coming into chat who's like, oh I love this game, I played this game blah blah blah, 127 hours or something like that and it uh, I can certainly see it having that potential. No multiplayer or anything but just didn't uh, didn't quite tickle my fancy. I didn't. I, I was finding it difficult to to keep it interesting for stream and myself. In case anybody has been uh, not been keeping up with the streams, I did. I did play Salt once. <laughs> I played Salt once. Uh, somebody else asked, do I still have my Google Fi phone plan? I do indeed. And uh, it's been fine. Google fine. Uh, it's, uh, I think it, um, it's hard to say. The, the actual cell phone reception ain't that great. Specifically in buildings. I haven't, the, the thing it's been best for is for travel or conventions. Because they don't throttle the network, you just pay for the gigabytes that you use or whatever. Um, so it's been it's been good for that to not have to worry about data when you're 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 in a boot. But the actual phone, like the people I talk to, are mainly my parents calling home and stuff like that, and I, I keep having problems where like it'll just cut for like. 10 seconds and I'll miss what somebody is saying and I don't know if that's related. Look at this tower. It's probably related to the fact that it can switch between cell phone signal and then also Wi-Fi calling. And I know there's definitely certain points, places in my house where it just is no good and very difficult to predict. Um. But then again, I don't talk on the phone that much, so it's not that big a deal to me. Uh, I have otherwise been happy, and it's otherwise been much more affordable than than plans that I've seen from from the uh, the big cell phone services. I still have. I'm just using the Google Five uh, X, the Nexus Five X. I don't see any need to upgrade to a pixel or anything. I don't I don't use the phone for I mean I whatever Instagram and I have my my hiking software that tracks my hiking stuff on there, but I don't play games. I don't watch videos or movies. 
the, the, the kind of the most use I've got out of it recently is I connect it to the Bluetooth in my car and, and then I use the, the Google Android Auto as kind of my dash accompaniment and uh, certainly navigation, uh, which is how that's been most useful. That's kind of the most cell phone way I use the smartphone part of it. Otherwise, it's just occasional texts or incident message or if I'm out, check Twitter or post on Instagram or whatever. Uh, beyond that, I don't do much. I don't do much smartphoning on my smartphone. But yeah, I've been I've been all right with the with the Google Fi. No no plans or, or interest in changing that up anytime soon. Indeed, and that is going to wrap up this episode. Let's uh, do it right there. Let's get Wolfie over here. Dig the end of the episode, Heidi Hole. And once again, I appreciate uh, you spending time with me here today. On episode 649 of Farlands or Bust, I hope you enjoyed. Woof indeed. I'll be uh, watching the comments to see if my... Whoops. To see if my uh, questions about certain things get answered that I asked throughout the episode. Things about where where did you come from? How did you refind the channel? What's going on? Um, and other well, I asked something else too, didn't I? What did I ask? <laughs> I asked something else, and I can't remember what I asked. You know, you'll remind me. Um, dirt. Boop boop. And workbench. Boop. Up 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 up. So yeah, I do appreciate it. Thanks so much for hanging out. Be sure to uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed. That always helps. Reduces the amount of people who come back and are like, Oh, I had no idea you're still doing this. You can keep up with this fancy little subscribe feature YouTube has. <laughs> Sometimes it works. And uh, perhaps on Twitter. I'm on the Twitters and, and the Twitches. Been keeping up with the live streams. But even that has been impacted by this fatigue <laughs> that I like to talk about. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. Regardless, everybody, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Where did you come from? <laughs>